The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terry. Welcome to OAA Now here. Sammy Tamina here, blogger of the Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, one of the hosts between Tamina and Orient Neighborhood Television. I'd like to welcome those watching on the local voice on SoundCloud and those on Orient Neighborhood Television. <laughs> It's snowing. It, was, it snowed on Monday. Uh, yes, records. Record Rec- amount of snow. Ten inches the, fell in Lake Orion here. I refuse to acknowledge that it happened, and I'm hoping it goes away soon. Yes. <laughs> um, we got a lot of football to talk about. Yeah. Two teams left in the OAA. Um, volleyball, we got three teams left in volleyball. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Um, let's go to our breaking story, um, and that is over at Oxford. Bud Riley has resigned from Coaching at Oxford, of course, at the spent 42 years as the coach of Wildcats. Um, so what was your initial thoughts, Ian, about Riley stepping uh, down? Surprise. Surprise. Um, now, we're saying, and we have the article up. I mean, you From mentioned. MLive, yeah. Yeah, you referenced MLive in your blog post about it. And it says re- he resigns. So I thought it was retire. I, I saw it as retire. Well, but it's interesting because. And I'm not going to go behind the scenes. I'm yeah, not yeah, we don't there. know. We don't know on. what's going on over there. But um, I've got my hints. But but when you look at with Oxford, um, now this is going to be a complete change. Completely, and yeah. That's not only in the high school ranks, but also in the middle school ranks. Yeah, you got to look at elementary school youth football ranks. I mean, like yeah. this is going to be a psychological change for Oxford football. Yeah. I mean, it, it ripples through year. the it ripples through all levels of Oxford football. It's going to, I mean, like whoever the new guy is now, I know the job was posted. I believe oh. as of Wednesday, um, that oh. was according to, um, Ackerman himself. I had a conversation with him during the Bible, the Matrix. AD, yeah. the AD there. Um, but, but 42 seasons, 42 seasons, a state championship. Yep. That says a lot. Oh, heck yeah. And of course, very instrumental. Oxford leading the um going into the OAA, of course, um the pound the rock system that <laughs> Oxford runs. You knew what you were getting when you you're going you up against getting. Oxford, yeah. You knew what you were getting. Yeah. I mean, but when you look at Oxford now, as we mentioned, you know, what will happen to this program? What will will Oxford go to a Bud Riley disciple? I mean, there's a ton of Bud Riley disciples. At Ox I mean, there's a ton of Bud Riley disciples. When you look at well, of course Billy Keenest. Oh, yeah. At Troy Athens, he was a quarterback at Oxford. You look at Kyle Riley at Hazel Park, mm-hmm. that could be another option. I mean, yeah. or if Ackerman decides, let's go outside the box, you know, and go completely start from scratch. That is a possible option for yeah. Oxford. Yeah. You and know, when you look at the job. Such a huge figure, the shadow of, over that program for 42 years. Mm-hmm. Um, those are tough shoes to fill. 42 years. 42. I mean that just doesn't happen now. I mean, what was the what's the uh, the comparable uh, Harrington? I well, mean, you could compare John Harrington to that, right? Yes. I mean, uh, the longevity and how many years. I mean, this day and age, if you if you last a decade, you're doing great. It's not an it's not easy. You no, know what I mean? it's not easy. Exactly. Um, you look at also you have George Poor at Orchard Lake St. Mary's. I mean, like he's been there. He's still there at Orchard Lake St. Yeah. Mary's. Um, but yeah, end of an era. 
It is. Surprising. But I'm curious to see who's going to be the one replaces yeah. them. Um, stay tuned to OA now for the yep. latest on the Oxford Wildcats coaching uh, and search. We, you know, just to add to the, the story before we close out, um, <laughs> saw on social media they're looking to get a petition going up there in Oxford to rename the field. Uh, and they shouldn't rename yeah. it Wildcats. They should rename it Bud Riley Field because that man has done so much for that team over there. Yeah. He has done so much for that franchise. He's done for that community, yep. for that school. I mean, like. Icon. He's an icon there. There's a, that that word is thrown out quite a bit. Oh yeah, you know, in 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 kind of questionable instances, but in this t- instance, it he fits. is an icon. He at absolutely Oxford. is. He is an absolute icon over at Oxford. Um, let's go now from more football here. Yeah. We're going to recap last week um, and talk a little bit about this week's games. Um, let's look at last week's games. Um, Wow, what a... First one you got is West Bloomfield knocking off Plymouth um, pretty convincingly behind Donovan Edwards. Yeah, what, a, what was that score again? Um, Don't have my phone with big, me, big, but it big was a big, big, big to little, win. little, little. It was yeah. a big, big win for them. And here's here's what happened. C.J. Harris got hurt in that game. Oh. Donovan Edwards became the quarterback, and basically uh, West Bloomfield ran a ton of Wildcat all night. Oh, boy. On Plymouth. They, they went they, all... And they, and they were successful. And what do we say about them? They can win in can any win it, way yeah. you can possibly. And they have think a of. defense who is very good and fierce as well. Yeah. I mean, like so. I thought you, the game would have been tighter. I I knew it was going to be a blowout, but you look at the impact Donovan Edwards has mm-hmm. made with that team. Last season he was out because of an injury. Yeah. And now you have Edwards back, fully healthy, <laughs> fully healthy. You know, Edwards is. Availability has been huge for Coach Ron yeah. Bellamy's team. Yeah. It has been absolutely huge. They're dangerous when that when that guy's on the field. They are very dangerous. Yeah. I mean, who would ever thought, you know what I mean, West Bloopy right now, they're looking really good right now. <laughs> they got a big one Saturday afternoon. We're going to talk about that game with Belleville. Um, Belleville's rolling. That's going to be really interesting. Um, let's look at the other game in Division One. of course, Lake Orion. Yeah. They had a tough 27-20 loss to Utica Eisenhower. Yep. Um, the difference in that game was that first half, um, Lake Orion's pass defense was just atrocious. In that I, game. What did we say last week when we talked about Ike coming in? Yeah. What were the statistics that you shared with everybody? You I said shared that quarterback completed. Blake Ristique, he is one of the he, – he's a zone read guy. He can beat you with you with the, with your with his legs, absolutely. but especially his, his arm. arm. And it showed in that game against Lake Orion. And I he, thought Lake Orion defensively in that first half did not look good at all. And and we saw that against Stony Creek yeah. just a week prior. Right. But with Ike's quarterback, what do we Rustique, he, yeah. Yeah, coming in, he had uh, completions to six separate receivers. Yeah, against, in the Adams, previous, against Adams. And he did it again. He did it again. So that's no fluke. And you get a high school quarterback who can pick apart that defense by going through progressions. Mm-hmm. That is a huge asset because usually in the high school game, maybe you get two reads, maybe a third or a safety valve, let's say a receiver running off to your side. But to have five legitimate receivers and that he could eyeball downfield, and it showed. I was really disappointed in Lake Orion's defense in that game. I was really disappointed how they played. Mm. Um, You couldn't stop Ristique. You couldn't stop – you know, they they had issues – all night, especially on that side of the ball. And then Lake Orion's offense did not play well against Utica Eisenhower's a good, very good defense. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of it, you got to credit Eisenhower Absolutely. for what happened there. I mean, you got to credit them. 
What do they say? You go on the road, and they're they've won on the road. This is their second road win, yeah. right? Well, no, this is their best win in the play or um first road win in the playoffs. Is it um, okay? Now they got to go on the road to Davidson, yeah. Um, because Lapeer got knocked off. Lapeer got knocked off. Yes, I mean now they get to go to Davidson. Now that yeah. game's at Ortonville Brandon because of Davidson's field conditions there. Oh, um, okay. So, but yeah, Lake Orion. You know it. it we it was a it, tough it was, ending. It was just they ran into a better squad playing hot. Yeah, that, that's kind of how I it mean, was. And you got to look at the Macomary Red Conference. You know they got very, two teams left: Sterling Heights, Stevenson, and you got and you have Utica Eisenhower. I yep. mean, like. You know, but for Lake Orion, you know, is is Lake Orion football back? Is are they back? You know, after this successful run this year. Well, um, again, who's coming back next year? Well, they do lose a ton. They do lose a lot of skill players. You lose yeah. Blaze Lauer. You lose um, which is huge. You lose um, Kobe Manzo. Which is You're gonna huge. lose um, Drew Van Heck, which Mitchell is Howell. Huge, right? I mean. And then that defense, you're going to lose a lot on that but what, defense. What did we see though? I mean, being we saw we watched every like the offensive game. line developing. That's huge. Absolutely. Um, they do the, lose one starter on that line. That majority of that line's back, which is um, will help any incoming quarterback. Right, and Lake Warren's going to have a quarterback competition next year. I mean, you look at players like Dominic Bruno, Kyler Carson next year. I mean, like yes. those are going to be guys that are. It's going to be really interesting to see what John Blackstock's going to do next year. I would say. Uh, back as far as perennial playoff team, I don't know yet. But solid OA red competitor, watch you out better for watch Stony out. Creek next year. But Stony Creek, we talked about them. We talked about them. Yeah, I mean, I think you know when you look at perennial teams to watch for next year on, on the up and up. Yeah. Uh, on the, mm-hmm. yeah, they could make they could yeah. surprise a lot of people. Um, before we talk the unthinkable upset game, um, <laughs> let's talk about Farmington. Um, Farmington, yeah. their defense showed up. Their defense showed up in that game against a very good um against Detroit U D Jesuit, yeah. but their offense did not show up, and it showed in that eleven ten loss. Um, Tight game. Farmington had so many opportunities, but there was missed opportunities, and they should have won this game. Mm. They should have won that game over there at U D Je- against U D Jesuit, but. They did not, and I think a lot of that was their inability on offense. They were not the same offensive team since their game against North Farmington, yeah. where, of course, North Farmington held them to, I believe, seven points. I mean, so when you look at— But it's the playoffs, man. Everybody's good at this time. Oh, it is. But, right? These are the good teams. But but Farmington's defense was legit. You know, their offense, you know, they were okay, <laughs> but you lose—they're going to lose a lot of seasons. Yeah. They're going to lose, I believe, 22 seniors. Wow. I mean, that says a lot where Farmington's going to be, especially they're going to be young next year. They're going to yeah. be very young. Well, we knew going into that game that it was going to be close. Yeah. We, we knew, knew it was going to be close. <laughs> we knew it was going to be close. And it was one of those you can't make mistakes. <laughs> it, then, it, you had to play a perfect game. Well, what happened in that game, and I'll give you a brief description, Farmington took a 7 nothing lead. Uh, UD scored a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Made it eight seven, Farmington late in the middle of the third quarter took a ten seven to ten eight lead, um, but UD Jesuit to close out the third quarter kicked a short field goal to give them themselves eleven ten lead, and that was your game right there. Yeah, that was your game right there. Solid kick. What have we seen over the years? 
Yeah. You have a good kicker. You have a good kicker. You might not use him all that often, but in the playoffs, a good kicker. Yeah. Huge asset. Huge asset. Because uh, we saw that with some other teams. Like, you know, they didn't want to kick it. They no. would go for it on fourth down, fourth down. Even in field goal range, they decided to go for it on fourth down and come up short. And that's the thing, you know, when you look at it. I mean, like, if you're, if you're Farmington, you know, you're kicking yourselves right now. <laughs> you basically are. But uh, that's why you play. I mean, it, yeah. You make mistakes uh, in this time of year, a couple weeks into the playoffs, you pay for them. Yeah. And now let's look at the um, unthinkable shocker in Beverly Hills. Um, I am still <laughs> in shock about this score. I mean, like, I've been, I've been just completely ridiculed by this score. Ridiculed? Who? Shocked. By whom? Well, I feel like there's like a ghost of, <laughs> a ghost of oars. You must have to wear a... Unless a you're maple hat unless you're wearing a maple hat. Yeah. Unless you're wearing this type of hat, a maple hat. That was um if you're Groves right now. Wow. Talk about a gut punch. Wow. At last home. two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, technically that game with UD Jazz with that forfeit game, you know what I yes. mean? But last two games. Ninety points. Allowed. Ninety. Yeah, that's a lot. Like what happened? Humming along. Well, what happened was Seaholm ran the veer. Okay. Yes, we talked about that. Yep. And one of their backs had a huge game. <laughs> 135 yards. What did we say? Game. If yeah. if you can't, if you cannot respond, it's going to be a long day. And it sounded like it was, or it it was, like it was a long day. It was shocking because <laughs> Groves had a ton of experience. You yeah. look at the players on that team. You had Colby Taylor, Marcus Alexander, quarterback, Ralph Donaldson, and Seaholm goes in to Beverly Hills having Donkey Kong literally <laughs> on their back, and yeah. they not only beat their arch rival, they, they destroy, destroy their arch rival. Yeah. They snap a six-year losing streak to them. Seven straight losses, two groves. Yeah. <laughs> you count last year's game. I mean, but, this is speechless. But, speechless. But way to go, Maples. Right? That's credit to Jim D. Wells' team. Absolutely. Credit to Jim D. Wells' team. On the road. On the road. History not in your favor. And you, and you, and go and you and take it, it to them. And you, you not only just take it to them, you destroy them. Yeah. You destroy them. I don't know Those if guys. Seahole must have watched that Brownstown that on um, Brownstown Woodhaven tape. Yeah. Because Brownstown Woodhaven ran all over Groves. Seaholm did the same thing, literally run all over Groves. Where was Groves' run defense yeah. the last two weeks? I mean not where was the run yeah. defense? Not being in the trenches there or knowing I mean, did they have injuries on that D line or linebacking were, core? Healthy. They were healthy heading in that game. But they, you, to see a team that is just well, here's the solidly thing with sound here's the thing on with, defense and also this. Yeah, but here's the thing with Groves, okay? They had two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks to prepare for this team. And a known team. Yeah, and a well-known rivalry team. What I don't understand is, what in the heck were they doing? But do you think? Remember, we talked about this, too. With the weather and all this stuff going on, you get a game off? Yeah. That we said that could be the only real thing that could be a red flag for those guys going into this game, 
watch out. You get the game off or a week off because right. of a uh, forfeit. Because of the forfeit. Well, right. What happened at Warren D. that Growth could not control what happened over there. No. And so you get the day you get the week off. Yeah. Then what? You, do, do you lose your edge? Right? Your focus. Does it does it waver? Like, oh, you will. This was a team week coming off. off a terrible loss to Brownstown Woodhaven. And yet, Grove. And your link. That could linger too, man. That could sit in the back of your yet, mind. And yet, the last two weeks, this team gave up 90 points. Yeah. 90 points. That's inexcusable. Yeah, that's. Especially for a proud defense like Rose's. I know Brendan Flaherty. You know, he is not going to be a happy camper when you look <laughs> at those stats in the final Who two weeks. Who would be? You know? Yeah. And for Jim Dewalt, this says a lot. This says a lot where his team's at. Seaholm only had, I believe, 25 kids. Wow. 25 kids. Good for them. And they're in the regional final. Yeah. It's Seaholm's first district title since 2001. And for the reward, they get a home game. Yeah. They get a home game. A date with Port Huron. Which? Which is a good matchup it's for Absolutely. Them. Because here's why. <laughs> Port here, here's why. Port Huron had to survive Battle St. Clair Shores Battle Creek yes. Lakeview on a last second on a um on a final play from scrimmage to beat him. 36-29 at St. Clair Shores. Two weeks prior to that, Port Huron, the big Reds, had to yeah. survive against their arch rival, Port Huron Northern, at Memorial Stadium, 27-21. <laughs> now the big Reds. I've seen Port Huron play. Yeah. I saw them play Carmen Ainsworth at Atwood. They not they look good against them. They're athletic. Yeah. But I mean Port Huron's not bad. Yes. But this I don't a, think they've seen a team that's run a beer. No. And and Seaholm runs a beer. It's a good matchup. It's a great matchup for Seaholm. Yeah. It's a great matchup for them. Talk about earning it, man. I mean that, that is that team yes. earned it. That team has earned what they have, you know, especially with the numbers that they have. Yeah. But they have managed to yeah. get it done together. You Abs- know, Seaholm, you know, there was a thought Seaholm was not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They needed to beat Abendale to make the playoffs. And they did that. In a big way, too. In a big way. Yeah. Then, they, co- then they go in a wild and crazy shootout with Sterling Heights. And then this. And then this. <laughs> yeah. And then this. They're, they got to dial in. I mean, to see the way they closed out the season, uh, win when you had to. Right. Did it. Did it. Uh, there's your playoff right there. I mean, their playoff started a week before everybody else. Right. Right? Because you is one and done. Right. You win, you're in. Right. And they did it. And they did it. And so they got that mindset. They're focused and ready to go. And they, they've been in playoff here's mode a, with, a week before everybody else. Here's the thing with Seaholm. They got Donkey Kong off their back. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. They got Donkey Kong literally off their back. What are they saying? They're playing with house money now. Yeah, now they're playing with house money. And they, I'll tell you what. They have a great opportunity here before them. Mm-hmm. If they can win their first, I think that would be their first regional. If ever? If they can win that. I think wow. ever. But you Going have that, that maple. But then you have that tough regional that state semifinal matchup. Which you're likely gonna have to deal with Detroit Martin Luther King. Um Yeah. But But you're that's 
don't look ahead. Don't look ahead if you're Thielen. You got to focus on poor Huron on yes. the Big Reds. And what do you see with uh, the Maples so far? It doesn't look like they've been looking ahead. No, it doesn't. They, they look folk- hungry. They are hungry. Hungry and focused. They're hungry, on what's focused, them. and they're ready to go. <laughs> I like this team. I like what Jim Dewald's done with this team. The only thing I don't like about Seahomes are helmets, but that's it. <laughs> but I, I always with the helmet. But Seahomes, <laughs> it's a team that I think, and I talked to Jim Dewald. I emailed him, um, but on media day, you know, because okay. he was not at yeah, media day. Yeah, that's true. But. I talked to him two years ago, and I can't tell you how humble he, he Coach Dewald is. He is the most humble guy I have ever seen. He's always been honest with me. He's been truthful to yeah. me. You know, very open. Very open to me. I mean, yeah. like, and I'm very appreciative of that. Yeah. So when I look at Seaholm, I'm telling you, I like this football team. I really do like this football yeah. team. They're a, they're a good football team. That was the only score. That mind buff <laughs> was that forty-two when I, to when I looked at it, forty-two to seven. What? I, I was sitting down, you know, flipping through Twitter. I'm like, oh yeah, let's see what the games are because you know we're following Lake Orion. We're getting updates on you know the local team here. Yes, I live in Lake Orion, and um, so flipping through, flipping through, and all of a sudden, you know, get distracted, and I go, oh, I got a lot to catch up on, and bang, there it hits. I'm, I'm the only one. It, everybody else in my family went to bed, and here I am flipping through, and I saw that. I'm like, oh, my word. I mean, it was it's the only one that blew my mind. Was that I, upset? Yes. Was that upset? I was looking at when I got back home. Because I got back home, and I was looking at the score going like, what? what? <laughs> like, what? I know. I had, to, I, was, I had to look at it again. I'm like, that's, uh, I'm that's amazing. Like, I'm going what like, a, you, yeah. you're serious. Yeah. You can't be serious. Yeah. I write my recaps on Friday night, Saturday morning. I'm going like, what the heck just happened? That's hey, what the heck happened? But that that goes back to like you said, you know, talking about the coach and the the, the teams take on the personality of their coach. of their coach. And that's a huge credit to Jimmy, right? Moore. It's a huge he, and he's got him focused. He's got him calm. He's got him going in with the right mindset. And like we said too, you cannot overlook the fact that they've been in playoff mode a week. Longer yeah, than everyone else. Look at that. You, 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 you can't yeah, overlook you it. You can't overlook it. You, I agree. You cannot overlook it. Um, now okay. let's look at the other matchup um, in Division One. This is yeah. a rematch from last year's regional final between West Bloomfield and Belleville. This is going to be taking place on a Saturday afternoon at yeah. 1 o'clock at Belleville. Um, the reason why Belleville decided to do this is because, well, I'm not a huge fan of Jermaine Crowell. I'm not a huge fan of him. Okay. Um, but so is it the coach picking the afternoon Saturday game? Well, because to get his kids used to playing on a Saturday afternoon. Um, and what's happened? What else? What other big games are happening Saturday? Well, you got the college games. Yeah, college you got a lot games, of distractions. A lot of distractions. Yeah. I mean, like. Yeah. I don't like the fact that they're playing on a Saturday afternoon at one o'clock. I really don't like that. Yeah. Mm, but if you're West Bloom. I mean, I know there's going to be a lot of scouts looking at, at <laughs> a lot teams. of both talent of on that field. A lot of talent on that field. Um, and what happened? Belleville, uh, Belleville knocked Belleville off. Belleville beat uh, West Bloom. Belleville destroyed. Was it Celine? Brownstown. Oh, Brownstown. Yeah, yeah. They beat them in the district final. They beat Celine in the first round. Correct. Blew but their doors off. Backed Brownstown Woodhaven, sixty-seven to fourteen. Yes. What the? Heck? And you know that fourteen was probably late in the game. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Early. So they were in it. They were wow. in it. And then responded, wow. 
And then Bell Bell just responded and basically um we know Bell has got a very good quarterback. Yes. And Christian Jurid. Um he was very instrumental in last year's game against West Bloomfield. Now, when you look at West Bloomfield's side of things, West Bloomfield blew that game last year. Mm. They were up 10 nothing. They were up 10 nothing, and basically let Belleville came back. Now, you look at the difference from last year and this year's game, there's a big difference. There's a guy named Donovan Edwards. Yes. He's back <laughs> for this game. Yeah. But the question is going to be, is C.J. Harris – going to play in this game because he got hurt last week against Plymouth. What was the injury, do you know? I'm not sure what the injury was, um, but it wouldn't surprise me if Harris plays. Um, and I think it's a huge, 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 um, huge matchup. West Bloomfield's really healthy right now. When yeah. you look at that matchup with Belleville, last year they were not healthy. This year they are healthy. And it wasn't even like Belleville last year was highly touted. and They were highly touted and, and then they were absolutely clobbered by Chippewa Valley. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah. And then now you look at, there, there's no Chippewa want, Valley on the other side. And they're looking for well, some redemption, don't you think? Well, they're, there's they're no Chippewa Valley. I mean, Chippewa Valley's on the other side. I, for, I mean, they used to be. A, they were, yeah, yeah. But they're gone but now. But Belleville's looking to get back. They want to get back. Had a uh, Belleville has never been the state final. Mm. They've never been the state final. West Booby, on the other hand, has been yes. the state final. Um, I forgot the other side's taking on the winner of um Hudsonville and... um. Brighton. Ooh. That one's gonna be really interesting. Yes. Um, but when you look at when you look at that matchup, um that rematch. Well, well you know, Belleville can tack on the points. We saw yeah, that. Yeah, we know My Belleville word. can score. We know that. But they have not met a defense like West Bloomfield. I mean, you have guys on that defense like Makari Page, Cornell Wheeler, um, you have Bo Davis on that defensive line. You have Wheeler at linebacker. You have Makari Page in that secondary. I mean, you have, and that uh, that secondary at West Bloomfield is very, very good. Yeah, absolutely. So when you look at Belleville, they have the talent to make Christian Jurid's life miserable. <laughs> That's and true. I think they will make his life miserable. But Belleville, you know they're going to score. Oh, yeah. You know that they're going to score. And you know West can Bloomfield's going to score. They can, but can they keep pace? Is everybody healthy? That's the question. Yeah. That's the big question. You know, Belleville, of course, you know, with them, they have they beat Celine, blew them out, and then, of course, was, winning in the Brownstown and des- destroyed Woodhaven. Yeah, I mean, they're rolling right they're now. They're rolling right now. Yeah. But West Bloomfield, of course, knocking off both Plymouth and Plymouth-Canton. Yeah. Um, so I think this is going to be a test for West Bloomfield. This is going to be a real test. Do you think the finals rolls through this section of the uh, bracket? Do you think it, they have I a chance? I think West to... Bloomfield's got a great chance to get back. Um, but when I look at the other side of things, um, I think the winner of Davis and Utica Eisenhower, I personally think is a state final team. Really? Um, I I don't trust Detroit Cast Tech at all. Hmm. Um, I think the winner of this West Bloomfield Belleville game will get the state final, mm. and I think the winner of that Davis and Yuka Eisenhower game is gonna get the state final. Yeah. Um, when I look at the games on paper, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go see home destroys Port Huron Ooh. by two scores. Um, Port Huron has not seen a Veer team no. all year, but in this West Bloomfield Belleville game, that's gonna be high scoring. 
I think West Bluefield's what? getting their revenge. Oh, revenge! I could tell you what West Bluefield has to be looking had to be looking forward to that game against Belleville. They got to be. Yeah, you know, payback. <laughs> you know what karma does for you? Karma's you know what? Yeah, yeah. But it can be. I, I'm telling you. I think West Bluefield is going to beat Bella. I really do. You think they're going to make a statement, or it's going to be tight? Shootout? It's going to be tight. It's going to be a sh- it could tight be a shootout. shootout. But if the defense for West Bloomfield is as you as advertised. I think the difference in that game is going to be Makari Page. I think he's going to be the big difference in that game. I mean, you look at, of course, you have, of course, West Bloomfield's got a ton of athletes. But West Bloomfield, I'll tell you what, they've got a ton of athletes. Yeah. they got a ton of them. Who do you got early? I think it's going to be close. I'll give the edge to West Bloomfield. You got West Bloomfield. Yeah. You got. But, I, but I'm going to say. Huron? But I'm going to say it's going to be close. You got Celine. You got Seahome or Port Huron? Uh, I'm on the Seahome bandwagon. Heck yeah. It's time to. It's time to buy the Maple Stand. Absolutely. I mean, they. The last three weeks. What can you say? It's time to buy Seahome. Absolutely. It's time to buy them. Okay, now let's take a break. Want to take a break? Let's take a break. You know what I mean. We haven't had a lot of breaks. We haven't. Today. We've been talking. There's talking, so much to talk about. So much to talk about. Um, <laughs> let's go to volleyball. You know what I mean? Um, we're going to go that on the next segment here on Oina. This is Lake Orion's own, the local voice. Call Owen TV and get on air. 248-393-1060. Let your voice be heard. Internet radio for all. Call Owen TV and get on air. Welcome back to Owen Now here. I'm Sammy Timmy here with Ian Lockett. Hey. Uh, we, got, we talked a lot of football for a month. This was the first <laughs> time we had a break. I know, it, but it's been so compelling and the storylines have been just amazing and Things have been happening, like you said, winding down this uh, football season. We haven't has talked been a lot really of other exciting. sports either. We haven't, no. especially one we got to cover, and it's volleyball. Playoffs are right now rolling right now. Um, Not only rolling, but, geez, some crazy things happening some crazy in the OAA. things that have happened around the OA. Um, you look at, of course, um, you look at West Bloomfield's had a really nice year under Lauren, Coach Lauren Deluxe Forbes. Um, yeah. It kind of helps when you have a Central Michigan commit and a Lauren King on that team. Anytime you have a D1 player. And Grace Allred's also been playing. I mean, like, when you look at, you have basically OA Red Regional at Stony Creek. Yeah. And then you have, um, and then you have a regional over at um, St. Clair Shore South Lake. Of course, that's where Ferndale's at. Mm. Ferndale, of course, winning their district in a five-set thriller against Detroit Communication Media Arts. Wow. Um, now they're going to be taking on Warren Regina. Um, and then that one is likely looking at playing Detroit. Jesus, Jesus Chavez. Yeah. And um, Regina's and a tough team. Regina's is a tough team. Yes. They're, I mean, they're always making some noise, you know? Well, yeah, but they haven't really made that in the volleyball ranks. So. Mm. But, but I think it's going to be really interesting for Ferndale. Yeah. Of course, for their, especially for coach Stella Johnstone, um, for coach Stella Johnstone, of course, in her second year there, um, she's got a really talented player at Emily Foster. Um, but when you look at, Ferndale's road. I think Ferndale can knock off um, Warren Regina, but I think they're going to have a really tough time with Detroit Caesar Chavez. They're going to have a really tough time there. Yeah. And now let's look at the OA Red Regional at Stony Creek. But, but also the lead up to it, because we haven't even talked district. No, we haven't even talked because, district. Like, 
We've been so busy covering football. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's on us. Yeah, yes. that's on us. Yes, you know, sorry. I mean, like, but <laughs> when you look at but the the road the, these teams the road have these taken teams taken, yeah. Crazy. Let's look at them. Let's look at the teams that were in the regional first. Yes. Um, you look at the Troy Colts. The Troy Colts had to knock off um, Bloomfield Hills, who was ranked tenth in the state. Yeah. In four sets on their home field, on their home court. Um, so when I look at Troy. They had a really good player in Fran McBride. They had a really yeah. good um big in Athena Sampson. Um I I was concerned about their wings coming into that game with West Bloomfield and the fact that Troy had West Bloomfield's number. But I was but in their district, I was stunned how they beat Booby Hills in four games. Yeah. Um, especially because Boomy Hills had a had a missed Bible candidate in Alexa Rousseau. Mm-hmm. Um, which was beyond stunning. Because I thought <laughs> I thought Bloopy Hills would would win that game. I really did. Um, so, but there's a lot of teams that everybody's looking at going, yeah, oh it, yeah, it, and it didn't happen. Oh yeah, it really didn't happen. I, I mean, mean, it's it's. I'm not going to say like it's almost like districts to to the regionals for volleyball turned into almost like the season for football in the OA. Yeah, like it kind of is like. What's happening here? You get, kind you, get, of. you get in the districts, and you're going, what's going on? It kind of. You know, and then you look at the other districts um, at Birmingham Marion. Of course, yeah. Birmingham Marion won that district, knocking off Groves. Um, also, you got to look at what um, Farm Tills Mercy did to farm to um, North Farmington. And they won that that district. Um, we know how good Farm Tills Mercy is. Yes. They are very good. Absolutely. They had to survive Birmingham Marion the other night. Um but when you look at um, but when you look at, and then you got to look at the other side of the region, West Bloomfield, basically having hosting their regional, basically winning that. I thought they won that one pretty convincingly. Of course, they looked really good against Wall Lake Central. Was that regional or district? That was their district. Yeah. Um, and that was an interesting. Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting. In June, the MHA put West Bloomfield with the Mil- with Milford Lakeland. In all three wild lakes. Yeah. So that was really interesting. More of a geographic move. Yeah, it's more of a geographical yeah. move there. But for West Bloomfield, especially for Coach Warren Deluxe Forbes, um, going to the red helped them win oh. this district. Yeah. I'll tell you what, the only red's probably the toughest division in the state. It's starting to look like it, isn't it? It is. I mean, it is. you're looking at the uh, the state results. Rankings, yeah. Well, the rankings rankings are one thing, but you see them actually in 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 action. I've seen a lot they're, of these teams in action, and they're doing great. I mean, yeah, you got, yeah they're rolling through. I, I mean, mean, like Groves was a district finalist. West Bloomfield, yeah. Troy, um, you know, Lake Orion, Oxford. Um, I mean, yeah, Stony Creek. They were yeah. a district finalist. Um. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, let's go. Um, let's go to Stony Creek. I mean, Stony Creek. They won their district, but they had to survive a district semifinal with Rochester Adams, which that went five games. Yeah, um, but huge. so did so did other teams. Yeah, I gotta give credit to Terry Bogman yeah. for um what he's done over there at Adams in his first season. There. Yeah, um, wonderful job, of course. Terry Bogman, of course, used to coach at Wild Lake Northern before coming over to Adams. Um, ended up being a good move for him. Um. I know we live and their in Lake future Orion. is bright over and, there, man. Yes, it is. Already making I, waves. <laughs> I know Terry Bogman; he's a Lake Orion resident. I know mm-hmm. that. Um, but um, good. Um, good to see them. Good to see him. Give credit where credits due. There. Yeah. Um, and then of course let's look at that uh beautiful Lake Orion district. <laughs> Yikes! Who saw this coming? 
Anybody? I did not see this district come. No, no, not at all. I really did not see Especially this. Especially when we had the draw. You're like, uh Especially when you had the draw. And I owe and, and I owe Coach Tony Scavardo an apology because I picked Clarkston to win that district. Yes. I picked him to win that district. I couldn't especially with the way that the season unfolded, out, yeah. Unfolded. Clarkston had a great year. He had a five losses. Five losses. Total. Ranked sixth in the state. Yeah. Lake Orion, 15 losses. 15. They basically lost nearly everybody but two players. That's always a rebuild. You got new faces and the rotation. But you know, but yeah. you know what? Here's what I'm regretting. Here's what I apologize for. <laughs> the girls on that team on Lake Orion. They weren't participants in that, but they went and watched that game at that state championship game. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That tells me something with that team. That yes. tells me something. That, that, yes. I have described the Lake Orion girls volleyball team, compared it to the movie Venom. <laughs> I'm okay. serious. All right. You know, if you ever look at Eddie Brock and the symbiote, you know, you look at Eddie Brock, you know. Yeah, yeah. Tough life, you know what I mean? Basically trying to find his way. And then he finds the symbiote. And the symbiote, Eddie Brock, virtually the same thing. Who's an alien, if, you, if you've ever seen it, right? Yes. Any, uh, right? Basically merge they, they together, merge together as one. and they look unbeatable. Yeah. That's what I describe the Lake Orion Girls Bible team. The movie Venom. <laughs> But that's a good ob- observation, Sam. That's, I mean, that's to describe that team. The observation that the team saw and took part in a state title run. Mm-hmm. They know what it takes to get there. And right. they know when you get into the postseason. And especially because you have two players, returning players. But just having two, mm-hmm. that, that doesn't usually get you there. And then you had one basically move out, you know, transfer out. To, yeah. And I'm Sidney Smith. So basically... You gotta give it's Coach Tony Scavardo a lot of credit. Talk, but but having those other players who may not have had a hand beyond the regular season in those tournament runs just a year ago to right. take that state title, just being around the atmosphere because they're there training with a state title championship right. team, right? They're right. the other side, and then and then you have like other siblings, you know what I mean? Who've yes. seen state championship experience. You look at Jada McCauley. Her yep. older yeah. sister played last year. You look at, of course, Nina Horling. Yep. The um, her older sister, her sisters played in the eleven state championship game. Yep. I mean, there There's is so much, and pe- these kids have seen it. Yes. These kids have seen it, and they want to be a part of it. Absolutely, absolutely. And to say you go well, the, the starters usually get the the glory because they're at the game, they're playing, they're, right? You know, but you also have the the reserves the players, that the reserves are tra- bench, working and training with those guys. Also, those who are in the stands, you Absolutely. know what I mean. Also, those in the stands. I mean, like, and that says a lot. So I owe but, the Lake Orion girls volleyball <laughs> team an apology. I do. I really do, because. But Sammy, in all honesty, who's honesty? Who would have ever seen this coming? And not only so, if you if are the listeners and viewers at home did, don't know. Lake Orion knocked off Clarkston. Yeah. But not only knocked him off. I picked I picked Clarkston to right? win that. That was in four games. It was four games. I picked Clarkston to win that district. 
you know? And then... Huge win. And then they beat the Flint Metro League champion, Holly. Yes. They beat them in um, three. And then... Uh, yeah, they rolled through and them. And then against a very good Oxford team and a five-game thriller. That was... That, that game was amazing. I mean, we, you talk about instant classics and... You know, uh, that was an instant classic. Two rivals meeting up for the hardware. Mm-hmm. Two rivals meeting up for the hardware. And, and I, that's I, the same thing with Stony Creek Rochester. Yes. And but, but what a game! I mean, and that was the strategic timeouts that were taken during that game. Where I mean, you had two coaches that were. I mean, man, it was a chess match. Tony Scavada and Brian. Amazing. Kim. I got a lot of respect for Brian. Absolutely. Kim. He's a good, good guy. Good the, coach. If. We're, we're running that. We have it on VOD, and we, we, we're right. running it on our orientontv.org right. if you want to see it. Right. But they had the chess match of calling timeout at specific times, stopping runs, don't let anything get out of hand, and just the back and forth. Man, that was a back and forth it game. It was a back and forth game. Close. I mean, I don't think anybody really had more than a, what, a four-point, five-point lead at one point, and then it, it, the other team would claw back. That was, that was, it was two teams. Just battling for their lives. And both teams were both ranked honorable mentions. Both teams were honorable <laughs> mentions. Wow. You know, it's they kind look, of funny. They look better than that. I know that. Oh, they are much better than that. Yes. I mean, you look at the top 10 teams in the state of Michigan. You look at. Clark, yeah, who's left? Who's left? <laughs> I mean, and then, of course, we look at the regional. Of course, yeah. we're, filming, we're filming this week on Wednesday this week. Um, yeah. So we have the regional results from. From the regional at Stony Creek. Yes. Um, I watched a Troy West Bloomfield game, and it was a far different game than what Troy did to West Bloomfield really? in five games. It was far different. Troy's back end looked absolutely out of sync. They oh. were out of sync against West Bloomfield. Okay. West Bloomfield basically controlled that game from point end to point out. I was really disappointed with Troy. Mm. I mean, like, when I look at Troy, I had Troy ranked high this year. I thought Troy would do better than what they did. Now, does the loss of Jessica Robinson hurt that team? Absolutely yeah. it did. But I thought Fran McBride would make that next step and take over there. And it looked like, according to the stats and according to how the Troy's, how the team stats were for Troy, it looked like Troy took a little bit of a step back this yeah. year. And sometimes that happens. You know, it just like we've seen with other teams, like you, you have expectations. Yes. And you've seen your team in action doing different things, and sometimes it just but is against, off. But West Bloomfield, the new kids on the block I call. <laughs> I call West Bloomfield the new kids on the block. You know, they won the white last year. I'm shared the white, was up in the red, had a nice year. Yeah. Um, won their district pretty handily. Do you know what the record was coming in? No, I do not. not. I'd be curious to see common – I mean – I mean, this these is four gonna, teams have played each other a million league. times. Yeah, and these two te- and these four teams are in the same division. Uh, yeah, yeah, the red division. That's why I call it the Oi Red Regional in yeah. Stony Creek. No unknowns coming into this baby. No, no. And then of course, um, and then the other side, you had Lake Orion and Stony Creek. That went five. That was another instant classic that was matchup. One. You yeah. know, two friends know each other. Ross Talbot, coach at Stony Creek. Tony Scavarda at Lake yeah. Orion. Talbot used to coach, coach? at Lake Orion. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Scavarda was his JV coach. Yeah. So it kind of set it, – it was going to be an instant classic. Haymakers, man. Now, I, here's where I 
I picked Stony Creek to win that region. Okay. Because of the experience. You look at players on Stony Creek like Kate Strayton, Ansley Geese. Um, you look at, you have Kate Yatuma on that team. You have um, Sydney Tomlack on that team. I mean, Stony Creek had a boatload of experience yeah, yeah. on that team. <laughs> and you look at Lake Orion on that side of things. Young. Young, inexperienced. Stony Creek's had their way with them. And it kind of reminded me of last year. Last year, Stony Creek went into Lake Orion yeah. and just basically and beat the Dragons in five. Now that was for was the kind, league, for the league title. Now, yeah. kind of, you gotta want to put an asterisk on that because Sydney Smith was out with a ankle injury. Yeah. Um. But and then Lake Orion got him back in a big time, <laughs> yeah. blew him out in three in the regional final. Yeah. But this one, it was on Stony Creek's home court. Yes. And I know Lake Orion had a lot of motivation because Lake Orion blew a 2-0 lead in that game over at Stony Creek and lost in five. Yeah. Um, so when I look at that game. Dragons came out strong, though, right? I mean, they did. They, they won the first game early. They won the first set 25-22 and then lost the second and third set yeah. 25 And you're like, uh-oh. The one that had me a little concerned was the first start of the fourth set where – Stony Creek was getting ready to take control. Yeah. Up 6-2 yeah. early. Looking to make a run. Looking to make a run. Stony Creek one point got it to 19-12. to Yeah. And then all things went south. For sideways. Them. It went sideways. Stony Creek lost their mental mindset, their mental focus, went out of the system a couple times, and that's when Lake Orion started taking over. And, of course, Nina Horring played really well in that game. She played really well. And she's only a freshman. Yes. Is that the big hitter? For we, we I yeah. hear rumors of a big hitter. Yeah. And a hundred mile an hour, you know, like just with, 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 with a hammer. Hoarding, with hoarding. I mean, like, here's the thing. She can be she to me is the she could be really good or she could be really bad. Okay. And well, you, you're still growing. You're, you're, still you're still rolling. Yeah. You still you gotta ride with her. Yeah. You gotta ride with her. Yeah. But you when know? she's on, I when mean she's on. That team's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When she struggles, bad things happen. But it sounds like they've got a supporting cast now that is clicking. Well, yeah, especially because a lot of those players have started to grow up a little bit. Yeah. You look at a girl like Lauren Starrett, she's she's really um she's really improved her game. Um, you look at some of the other girls, they've really improved their games as well. I mean, like you really look at yeah. This but who team. saw a who regional saw title uh, and now, a, a and shot? Now you have, and now you have Lake Orion playing West Bluefield Thursday night at Stony Creek. Thursday night. Who in the right frame of mind would have thought to see Lake Orion in the regional final? <laughs> who in the right frame of mind? And you know they're going to be favored coming to this game against West Bluefield. Yeah. Now, I'm a little concerned about their legs because uh, they went five. West Bluefield went three. Yeah. Um, but still, you got... Well, yeah, but I guess. then again, I know the perfect motivator. If you're a Dragon fan, I don't look think at it Lauren Deluxe Forbes' comments about that game in the swamp early in the year. That's your motivator if you're Tony Scavada's team. Do tell, yeah, share. Well, what are these comments? Do you have them? That she felt that um they could hang with Lake Orion, that they they had their opportunities to hang with Lake Orion, just made mental mistakes and all mm. that in that game. Um, so there's your motivator. There's opponent. your motivation. There's your motivation. Yeah. You know, you have a team that believes it can play with you. And let's not forget, Lake Orion went into West Bloomfield and beat them in the regular season. 
regular season stats do not matter. This whole postseason tournament, you look at the stats, they don't matter. So comparing like Seaholm and football. Yeah. Lake Orion volleyball. Do you think Lake Orion's playing with house money or do you think they're they have they're set sight on something higher? I think this team is set on something higher because you can there's two ways to it. Yeah, I do agree with your point on house money. But they've got if they want to defend their title, yeah, you know, because they they regardless of personnel, they are the defending. They're champion. defending champions, yeah. And to be the man, you got to beat the man. And you look at Lake Orion. I mean, you still have the same coaching staff there. Yeah. You still have. Well, it's a system, and everybody is system. in the same. System. You have two returning players, yeah. Reagan Goki and Kendall Robertson. There, you, not to mention the other the players that were on that team last year. When you look at the Andreas that now moved into the starting Olivia roles. Erlen, yep, yep, and they moved in the starting roles. I mean, you look at that team, and <laughs> it's kind of okay. Let's keep this going. Let's yeah. keep this ride going. You know, and. Who would ever thought, let's say if Lake Orion wins against West Bloomfield, who would ever thought they'd be playing the final week of the year? No. I didn't the, even think that. The way they started and you're the watching. The way they started, they looked horrible. Yeah, and you're you're going, well, you know, we understand because the turnover was so high. You uh-huh. know, 90% of your team uh, graduated moved and then on. You lose, and then you lose, one, you lose one and transfer to Florida. I mean, like, yeah, it's Yeah, it's, it's what do you do? And um, But it, it shows the character. It you. It, that's the true definition of a program, then, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Because the it's not just a one-off. Right. The program can sustain. Right. The program can play at a high level. They can. And it takes some time to bring uh, people who are new to that atmosphere up to the level that the program is expecting. But once they're there, yeah, they're performing. They're performing. But that's going to be a good game. That'll be a really good game. Um, my early indication in that one, I, I see Lake Orion in four. Ooh, okay. I see him in four because they're gonna have an answer for. I think they're gonna have an answer for um for King. They're gonna have an answer for Ari. Um, I think I think Lake Orion's gonna find a way in that game. It's something we've seen too over the last at least last year, of course, going on to the state finals and winning. And that championship experience matters. It's huge. But it's huge. The one thing that we've seen that the Dragons have exercised from you know gotten rid of from what we've seen in the past that has held them back is unforced errors. We, I don't see a this lot team of. Still makes them, but the the games I was watching though the, at, at this point, I mean, you're going to make some unforced right. errors, but not like serve after serve after serve. Right, you know, and make the foul, you go yeah. out of system. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> they've been playing within themselves, and yeah. they're they're not making you know boneheaded mistakes. And they mistakes believe in each and other. And absolutely, well, they believe you, in each other and chemistry. And could, they believe in each other. That's yeah, yeah. the thing, you know. A lot of people look at this Lake Orion team and say, well, this is a team that early on did not look very good. You know, they they were young, inexperienced, but they've managed to find a way, find a way to win. And that's the bottom line. To me, this is the surprise. This is the surprise of the tournament tournament so far. Is Lake Orion's play. I mean, they've knocked off three state ranked teams. And I will mention, if I include Oxford, who's honorable mention. Honorable mention, yeah. Um, They... You look at West Bloomfield, who have they knocked off? Who have they knocked off? Besides Troy, really yeah. not a lot of state-ranked teams on there. Yeah. I mean, you look at, and then you look at Ferndale on the, and the, in the blue, you know, their regional is very winnable down there. Their regional really winnable. 
So, who do you have? I in the in the in the division two with Ferndale. Yeah, yeah. I have Detroit Caesar Chavez moving on. Okay, past Ferndale. Um, here I have Lake Orion moving on. Um, I think that win against Stony Creek on their home field, home court is huge. Yeah, that is huge to go into somebody's house and beat that team on the road. That says a lot. And not only that, but like we mentioned, it was a comeback. Yeah, and there was there were so many chances for yeah, them to for fold. Cre- there were so for many Stony chances for Stony Creek to win that to close one. that out. And, and the fact was that Stony Creek had a ton of experience on the team. They had a ton of experience coming in. Yeah, they lose four seniors, but you have a ton of experience mm-hmm. who's been through it all. And for Lake Orion, virtually a young, inexperienced team to beat Stony coming Creek, out party for these youngsters. Yeah, I owe Tony Scavarder and that Lake Orion girls volleyball team an apology. I do. <laughs> I really do. Are you going to write him a note, or are you going to walk over and shake Not his hand? Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. We'll do it here, and then we'll send him an email or a link to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'll think about that. I'll think about that. I think I owe a lot of people an apology. <laughs> well, th- but that's the fun part about sports, Sam. You know, you, you sit around, we have fun, predict it, trying to oh, guess, yeah. and it's a guess. Oh, it is you a know? guess, yes. And the the great – I love being surprised, man. Oh, I go. Yeah. You know, yeah, you go know, against script. That's that's you the know, best girls part. basketball tryouts start are oh. starting up. That's going to be really interesting. Basketball already. Well, remember, we had Kevin James and Bob Bridges on this podcast. Yeah, that's true. We had both those coaches on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm curious to see when you look at basketball season how that's going to shape up. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. well. We're going to know within uh, two weeks. Yeah, we'll we'll do what next week will probably be just uh, football r- r- recap of football. Who's still living? Who's still living? And, and who is uh, done. the volleyball. Who's still rolling? Still. Oh yeah. And then maybe we can dig into some uh, other topics that we've oh, been, yeah. you know, transfer rules oh, review yeah. review transfer <laughs> rules review two point right? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> we could go into that. <laughs> but um, when you look at in volleyball, yeah, yeah. Um, you still look at the other teams around the entire state. Farm Camps Mercy still in there. Yeah, and um, looking how good. How to survive Birmingham Marion? Birmingham Marion went five games. But they the, know each the, other, though. Yeah, know each other, and both teams are no slouch. No. Very, very good. No. I mean, and then you look at Flushing. Flushing is another team to look at. Um, They are taking on Mount Pleasant at Mount Pleasant. Um, Flushing, they were state quarterfinalists last year. Yeah. Guess who knocked them off last year? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anybody else from the West Side? Um, or is it pretty much? Uh, pretty much starting have, to settle on. Starting to settle. You have Rockford still there. Um, perennial, always perennial, there. Always there. Yep. Um, but right now it looks like it's still the early favorite in Division One has to be Farm Tills Mercy. Um, I've heard a lot of the unfinished business. What they've said about them. <laughs> um. And they have a missed volleyball candidate in Jessica Murr's action. Yeah. But, but, you but this know, has been a fun, I, I have to say. It's been fun. It's been fun. I know we haven't talked a lot volleyball. No, but, yeah. But especially with how the regionals have come, we have 308 teams left. Yeah. Um, The OA Red, of course, proven itself to be a very tough conference. The White Division had a good year this year. You had Bloopy Hills and Seaholm there. Yeah. Um, The Blue, that was won by Royal Oak. Um, under um, first-year coach, I think Sierra Schultz is her name. Um, she ended up winning. Good for them. Good for the Ravens yeah. to get their first league title. Um, it's always I mean, good to take home the hardware, isn't it? Always it always is. It always is. It's really good to take out the hardware. <laughs> um, other thoughts? 
Ian? No, I'm just really excited. Uh, you know, we start looking at, uh, you know, football is kind of winding down, and um, there's still a lot of good games out there. Oh, yeah, especially and when West, you look at you know, the West Bloomfield um, Belleville game is going to be very intriguing. That's going to be intense down there. Absolutely. I hope it's televised. I'd love to tune in to see that. Um, or if you can't, you can get down to Belleville to Saturday at 1 yeah. o'clock game. Yeah, it's um, in the afternoon. Uh, Lord knows that the Michigan-Michigan uh, State game is not going to be a, yeah. a a hoot. I mean, for the Michigan fans out there, have yeah. fun. Yeah. It's going to get ugly for the Spartans. <laughs> Trust yeah. me. I know. Yeah, it's tough. Um, and but, then, of course, you have Seahome and Port Huron. Yes. and I'm, I'm That's re- a game I'm looking forward to. Me too. That's a game I'll be looking forward to. Um, can they keep the Momo up? I think they can. You know, I think Seahome can. I mean, the Veer offense is perhaps one of the most unique offenses in sports. Um, that triple option attack that Seahome yeah. runs. Taking out Port Huron team, it's very athletic. Yeah. Port Huron's not bad. But I mean, they should... upset Port Huron Northern. Now, albeit it was about Brendan McGregor, um, but but still, beating Port Huron Northern, no easy slouch. Yeah, no. So those, I mean, a lot of good games, a lot of intriguing little storylines here. The volleyball Other, games, yep, volleyball games. Um, probably the most intriguing game to me, um, is Davis and Edika Eisenhower. That's Ooh, the other yeah, one okay. that's gonna be very intriguing. Um, of course, we saw Edika Eisenhower what they did against Lake Orion. Um, Davison, we saw what they did to Lapeer. Yeah. Um, I got Davison winning that game. I think Davison, yeah. Brennan Sullivan's gonna be a difference maker there in that one. Um. I think they're going to get by Utica Eisenhower. Um, I like Sterling Heights, Stevenson, or Detroit Cast Tech. Um, I think they have enough to do that. Cast Tech keeps winning. <laughs> I know. Keeps on um, winning. I like King over UD Jesuit. Um, and then Muskegon rolling in D3 right now. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Absolutely. Okay, now let's sign off here. Um, take care, everybody. For Ian Locke and Sammy Tuna here. Take care. See you all next week, everybody. See you, Sam. Boy and Al is produced by Sammy Terramina and the views on this show are his and his alone. If you'd like to make your own podcast, give Owen TV a call at 248-393-1060. Classes are now enrolling. Be sure to get out there and take in some of these games. I mean, super exciting. Cheer on these student athletes. They're working so hard in the classroom and on the court and the field. Get out there. That's it for this edition of ONTV Now. We'll see you next week. See ya. What'd I say? <laughs> oh, hey, now. See ya. <laughs> it's the snow. I blame the snow. <laughs>